Welcome to the Sports Marketing Huddle, a podcast that looks at all things marketing in the world of sports. I'm your host, Rob Cressy, founder of Bacon Sports and Crest Media, and joining me for the second time in 2018, the founder and CEO at Influencer, a software platform that helps teams and athletes tell their story together on social media. Sports and entrepreneurship are his thing. My man, Jim Cavale. Jim, awesome to have you back on the show. Oh, man, I'm pumped to be here, Rob. And then when you do that intro, it just gets me that much more motivated. So uh, let's take it up a level and get into it. Well, we are going to be taking it up a level and getting into it with my man, the phenom, Shaquem Griffin, who absolutely lit the NFL combine on fire. And we're going to dish about the marketing surrounding him. So Shaquem Griffin, who went to the University of Central Florida, the undefeated national champions. And the reason I say that is my wife went to UC. So I am an adopted fan of the UCF Knights. He runs a 4-3-8 in the 40, the fastest time of any linebacker since they started tracking it in the combine. He bench pressed 20 reps of 225 using a prosthetic arm. And for those that don't know, uh, Shaquem Griffin uh, has only one arm. Uh, a GM said he would be impressed if he did five. His goal was six, and his previous best was 11, and the dude did 20. And on top of that, he was a late add to the combine. He wasn't even a guy that was initially starting to go there. So, Jim, football is a very unforgiving sport, but it is also one where undrafted and late-round players can become stars. Antonio Brown, sixth-round pick. Tom Brady, sixth-round pick. So Shaquem Griffin captures the hearts of sports fans everywhere, and there's two things going on. Griffin, the player, he's projected to be a fourth or fifth round pick in the marketability surrounding him. How much more attractive is he because of his marketability? I think he's definitely more attractive, but not just like the word marketability doesn't say it all, right? Like, it is the reason why, but the reason behind his marketability is who he is, his character. You want that in your organization. In the NFL, things are so temporary. And so many guys try to live a life and um, be at a level uh, that's not really sustainable and they fall apart personally and as a player because it's so hard to sustain the talent you need to sustain in the NFL and there's injuries and everything else. This guy, um, is like the opposite of that, right? Like he is completely in it for the right reasons. He is a guy that no matter how hard things are going on for the team, people are going to look to for strength, uh, emotionally, uh, psychologically. Um, and just as much as he's going to be a physical talent, I think he's going to be a mindset talent that you want to have in your locker room. Couple that with if he does well, the story is an amazing story and there is a lot of other types of marketability and it's just, it, it seems to become more and more of a no brainer that I think will get him up into the first half of the draft. So as a Pittsburgh Steelers fan last year, the entire city was going bananas when they drafted James Connor pit running back who overcame cancer. I mean, it was an absolutely fantastic story. They took him in the third round and I see, I'm just hoping that the Steelers will do something similar. And I think a lot of fan bases are because we as fans, there's so much 
oftentimes negativity that comes out of sports media just because negativity is what sells and when somebody gets arrested for doing x y and z and you you rarely hear the good side of sports and when you do i want to attach myself to it as much as humanly possible here so i see a huge opportunity for publications in sports media as well as teams to use this even temporarily in between now and the draft like I saw an article that says Steelers need a linebacker they could consider Shaquem Griffin and literally my entire Facebook and Twitter feed of Pittsburgh people are going nuts over this and it's something that it's almost like a linsanity in a different version where you get so excited over the thought of your team doing something so good that it'll bring so much joy to some other people that doesn't even have to do with what's going on in the field. And, oh, by the way, this dude is a complete baller. Yeah, man. And, you know, real quick side note, by the way, uh, I don't know if you saw it, but uh, yesterday uh, Florida uh, created a national championship license plate for UCF. So I know you mentioned that at the beginning yes. of, uh, of the broadcast, but if you live in Florida now, you can get a, a national championship license plate for, for UCF football. But no, everything you're saying completely is in line with with what's, I think, going to happen what, what really is interesting to me looking at it more from a marketing standpoint is, you know, the story is so good that so many influential athletes have already taken it and ran. And I mean, if you if you search and I'm, I'm, I'm on social right now, if you search for for Griffin, I mean, what you're going to find is is unreal um, and it's not spurred even by him. It's just spurred by the story. Right. And I think that's what we all need to understand is we're each writing our story every day. Um, he never would have asked for um, his situation, but that situation gave him an opportunity to go in a direction he never would have chosen, which has given him now a result in his story that everybody is just so inspired by. And so, um, you know, where he ends up in the draft, which team drafts him, that remains to be seen. But the beauty is, to this point, he's continued to defy odds. And what he did this past weekend is even more impressive than the chapters he wrote at UCF because it's the wiring um, that he's tested out on for the NFL that a lot of GMs are now raising their eyebrows at, his speed, his strength, those kind of things that they really draft you on more than – than what you did when you were in college. So one thing that we saw by J.J. Watt with what was going on with the disaster in Houston is the impact that one player can have. And I think J.J. Watt is a great example. And then the other example is Devin Still, whose daughter was overcoming a form of cancer. And the NFL community really embraced that. So let's talk about Shaquem Griffin and the power that he has now that there are very few rookies, nonetheless, players in general who I believe have the ability off the field to have the impact that he does because of the story. And when we see J.J. Watt saying he just wanted to raise a couple hundred thousand dollars for Houston Relief Funds and for it to get into the tens of millions of dollars, that from an inspirational standpoint, I see the marketability around Shaquem Griffin and the impact that he can have 
just being unlike anything that we've ever seen before. I mean, I think the the closest thing that we have is Jim Abbott throwing a no-hitter in baseball, and this is in the pre-social media era. So obviously we're like, man, this is incredible. But this is a completely different level because football is a physical sport. It's the most popular and visible sport at the same time. Yeah, I mean, listen, the, the ability for uh, brands to – um, showcase a guy like Griffin in their marketing and push their audiences to realize all they have and all that this guy has done with one hand is is amazing, right? And and the thing is, is a lot of times, you know, like a feel-good story like a Rudy um, is is great, but people still leave saying, yeah, but Rudy wasn't that good. He just really tried hard. And it's a great story that he tried hard. A lot of people can relate to that and try hard in what they do. With this story, a lot of people will never be able to relate with having uh, one hand. But um, the fact that he's actually good enough, that's where it takes things to a whole new level. You remember Jim Abbott, right? Of course. Like Jim Abbott um, was good enough, right? And the things he accomplished on the mound, um, it, especially I remember him with the Yankees being a Yankees fan. Like, to me, it's still underappreciated. Maybe it's because we didn't have social back then. Everybody's appreciating this because of social. And this is an example of what you can do with your story, especially with something as extraordinary as this. I saw a great tweet. Um, the, the Not Sports Center account said, you know, what Shaquem Griffin can do with one hand, run a 40 in 4.38 seconds, bench 225 pounds 20 times, get drafted and play in the NFL. Things you can do with one hand, drink a 40 in 4.38 seconds, eat 225 chips 20 times a week and scratch, pick your nose, ear and butt and smell it. <laughs> and I thought that was great because it's like so many people right now are walking around negative in this world and letting that paralyze them. And this guy has made more than the most of the situation and that can motivate a lot of people. So, Jim, let's get to the takeaway. And for me, the only person that matters is yourself. Never let anyone tell you what you can and cannot do. And Shaquem Griffin is certainly an inspiration to me. And I'm rooting for so much success for him because the the amount of impact he's going to be able to have on so many people. What about you? What's your takeaway? Yeah, I think my takeaway is twofold. Number one, he never would have chosen the situation if he was given the choice, but he still made the most of the situation he was given. And um, we all have the opportunity to do that each and every day. There's a lot of things that we wish would have went a different way and didn't go quote unquote our way. But if we can see that uh, it can send us to a different path um, and embrace that path and go get what we're trying to get, um, you know, that, that's big. And then the second side of that is, is, is that we have it good. Um, it can always be worse. And you need to realize that as you go through conflict and you try to make the most of your situation, because if you think the other direction, um, you're really setting yourself up for a tough road. And this guy easily could have thought in that other direction. He didn't. And look where he's made it to. Um, it's just, once again, I want to see him be successful. And I believe that's why I put so much emphasis in my own life on gratitude of having a gratitude journal and being thankful for the things that I do have, because you've got to get that positivity in your mindset. No doubt about it, man. And um, if you can start your day 
thinking about, you know, 10 things you're grateful for um, and embrace those things, it really makes it hard to have a bad day. So time to get to the action item. Jim, where can people follow and connect with you? So you can follow me at Jim Caval. It's uh, J-I-M-C-A-V like Victor, A-L-E, really on all platforms, but uh, really spend most of my time on uh, Twitter and, uh, and, and Instagram. And so, you know, I have a docu-series going on right now, documenting my, uh, my journey as an entrepreneur, been, been uh, building and owning my own companies for over 10 years, and uh, would love for you to follow that journey. And I highly recommend checking it out. Uh, I saw Jim on some of Brian's videos and that's how we initially connected and it is super high quality and you should definitely check it out. For me, you can follow on Twitter at Rob Cressy at Rob underscore Cressy on Instagram. And for all you sports fans out there, check me out at Bacon Sports on all social media profiles. And we love hearing feedback from the community. Please continue to share this and tell your friends about the sports marketing huddle. It is our lifeblood. We love interacting with you. But most of all, we want to continue to provide value. So help us out. Throw us a bone by letting others know about this. And boom goes the dynamite.